Hi team, I'd like to start today's podcast by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Nunawal and Nambri people. I'd like to extend my respects to Elders, past, present and emerging, and to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening to this podcast today. Thank you so much. Hi everyone and welcome to the show today. Um, Today I'm recording with my best friend Brittany who is in a long-term very loving relationship with her partner Ben. Today we cover a lot of ground and talk a lot about how good of a person Ben is, a lot about about how good of a person Ben is, but we also touch on a few things that may be a little bit triggering for some. Um, If you do find anything in today's episode confronting, please seek help. There are resources in the show notes, Um, but yeah, enjoy. Welcome to This Has Been Fun, You're a Bit Much. Today I am here with my best friend Brittany and we're going to talk about her, which is so much fun. So Britt, can you introduce yourself to the, to the gang? Hi everyone, I'm Britt. Laura's asked me on today because I guess I'm in a little bit of a situation that's slightly different and it's Valentine's Day. So we're going opposites and we're talking about relationships that have worked and are still working. So I've been with my partner for over four years now um, and everything's still going really well. So I'm here to talk about my relationship. You guys are like still in your little honeymoon love bubble somehow, like four years later. (laughs) So there's a running joke between Brit, can we say his name? Yeah. Brit, Ben and I have it. I was like, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, no, that's fair. Brit, good question. Brit, good question. Good way to start. Brit, Ben and I have this like running joke where um, we call Brit and Ben like the simps. They're simps for each other. And we love it because they're so in love. And like everyone who sees you guys are so in love. Um, mm. Tell the story of how you and Ben met and like your first like <laughs> thoughts on Ben because this is hilarious. It is pretty funny. Um I guess the first thing to say is it wasn't love at first sight, which is kind of what makes it funny. (laughs) Um, So I was 18, he was 18, Um, we met through mutual friends, so he had sort of a little friendship group that ended up having one member be friends with one of the girls in my group, and because we were 18, it was just sort of a thing to go out to Civic, so our groups would go out to Civic together. Um, I never really had an interest in him or anything. Yeah. Like he was just kind of a guy that we danced with in the clubs. He was he was Civic Ben. <laughs> he was Civic Ben. So we knew so many Bens at that point that his nickname was literally Civic Ben because we just purely saw him dancing in Civic. <laughs> <laughs> um and then it was my friend's birthday. Must have been twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. early in the year, where another friend had said, Add Ben on Snapchat and I actually was kinda like, nah, probably not. <laughs> that was my yeah. reaction and then I was like oh no okay I will just add him on snapchat yeah and I think ever since I added him on snapchat we've probably spoken every day since yeah <laughs> and it somehow evolved into this loving relationship where we, we first were best friends yeah and that's um, lovely yeah 
and I guess I technically was actually with someone else for a little period before him. <laughs> but we, that was... we broke up with him for Ben. So that was, yep. It's <laughs> fine. He was the guy that, um, that I told the other guy not to worry about. It was one of those situations. You versus the guy she tells you not to worry about. Literally that meme was... Civic, what happened? Civic Ben is the guy we tell you not to worry about. Exactly. Um, so then, yeah, then we started dating in August of 2016, and here we are. But we were friends beforehand. Five years and yes, later. Holy dooly. Five yeah. bloody years. Yep. That's it. But yeah, everything's going well now, but we started... Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't one of those stories where it was love at first sight or no, you thought he was mad annoying. I didn't fell you? for him. Like it wasn't like that. We just grew this friendship over time, and it blossomed into something amazing, which and, I think is kind of cool. And that's the best thing is that like you guys are still like first and foremost your best friends. Exactly. Like, and you see it like I you guys muck day. and you guys muck around with each other more mm-hmm. than like I think even we do, which yeah. is like chaotic. It's just but it's I love it. This friendship that just feels unbreakable and then this cool le- level of like romance on top yeah but our friendship is what is so important and what just makes us work i think so yeah. well together on the off chance that you guys ever break up do you reckon you'd be able to stay friends with him i like to think so i don't know like i really <clears throat> truly feel like we're just such good friends that i don't know how we'd we'll survive at this point other. yeah do right. life without each other but if something did happen i'd like to say Yes, but I guess it depends on the circumstances. Like, yeah. who knows? I also don't think that'll ever happen. I also don't think like, it'll ever happen. So, like, Brit is my soulmate friend. Yes. Like, Brit and we I... We love their life friend version. Yes. Whereas Ben is 100%. Like, I couldn't imagine. Like, I can't imagine you without Ben. Not me either. Like, I just... And that sounds so bad, but it's not because he's, like, the other half of you because like you are such a strong independent person on your own exactly. and then there's this just this person that's also like he just compliments yeah, it's you a compliment, so well yeah. yeah yeah and i love that i love it too that's so cute it it's really my favorite cute. your love story just cracks me up every time purely <laughs> for the fact that it's like civic ben yeah and so he was civic ben and now i, he's, I know, still call him civic that. ben he <laughs> hates that i call him civic ben too he's like strong i almost forgot that that was his nickname for a few years too because I only brought that up in our friendship. Literally last year. Like, yeah, last year. Yeah. You were like, sorry, there's a nickname for him. <laughs> so Britt and I became friends when we started working at a real estate agency together. Um, we, you were really quiet at first. Like I, I start really quiet Brit, as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just a general rule for you. Yeah. But I think it was like two weeks in to Britt's job. We went to Civic Pub, lol, with Civic with Civic Ben. Yeah, classic. Um, uh, we had a few drinks, played a few rounds of pool. Britt and I added each other on Snapchat, I think, that day. And we've literally not gone a day. Similar yeah. to you and Ben, it's Snapchat. Yeah. And then we haven't gone a day without speaking. Yeah, you know what? Which is like... It's just, it's just a thing I do, apparently. I just, yeah. You're a Snapchat And it works feed. so well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, so glad. Yeah, Britt and I have been best friends for... Oh my god, it's our two-year anniversary coming up too. Did you realise that? It will be. Yeah. And we'll be able to see what, like because March? it'll be on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> so Britt and I have a 600 and something day streak now. Yeah. Because we've never, like... Yeah. It's Again, just never stopped once we started. But I don't think, like, literally, like, similar to you and Ben now, I can't imagine my life without you in mm-hmm. it. I feel exactly the same way. Like, we were just saying, we went and got breakfast just then. And by we, I mean I, because Brittany always prepares her food and eats beforehand because she's an organized adult. <laughs> but I just went and got breakfast, and Britt was like, I was at my friend's house last night, and I turned around to her, I was like, what friends? And then I kind of thought, I was like, 
you're right. Wait, I like, do have potentially other humans that are not you, Laura. Like, shocked. <laughs> shocked and also appalled. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, so we touched on it a little bit already, but Britt, what is the thing about you that is too much? Too much. Like, what makes you a bit much? It's a good question, and I did think of something that I think... <laughs> is a bit much about me and it is my obsessive compulsive tendencies yeah that sometimes I take a little bit too far and yeah. I can see that it frustrates Ben and I need to learn to dial it back and have patience and have I need to probably change my mindset a little bit it's the really little things um, especially with the space that I'm in yeah. for example my bedroom I'm yeah. really crazy over where things are placed you're very particular yeah i'm very particular with my things with my stuff mm -hmm. with my space it literally if i have anything out of place it can literally fuzz my whole brain oh it throws you doesn't it It completely throws me yeah. and so sometimes you know he'll come into my room um because we currently still live at home we don't live together just yet yeah um so my room is sort of our space because it's not yeah. the whole house he sort of comes in, and again, this isn't a bad thing, it's literally just a me thing, which is what I think makes me a bit too much sometimes. Yeah. You know, he'll throw the wallet and the keys on the bed, or on the bedside table, but I want them on the desk, away from my main little spaces. Yeah. Like, it's little things like that that I think sometimes make it a bit too much. Like, it's fine if I sort of just move it and say, hey, Benjamin, I'm putting it here, but sometimes I don't react quite as nicely, and yeah. that's where I think I need to sort of step back and go... It's not the end of the world if his wallet is on my bed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need to remember that. So I think there's a few little things about me that are a bit too much. But thankfully, I don't think there's anything huge that ever put, put say, a dent or anything in our relationship. I think it's just always the little, for me, the little picky things almost that sometimes mm -hmm. are a bit a bit much and he's sort of like, you need to chill. Like, that's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've ever come to me and gone ben and i had a fight like i don't think mm, we haven't you guys don't really fight we have like things like that little bickers over either one of us you thinking something other. silly yeah but we've never had a big fight say where one of us has stormed out or left the other for a night or something Jesus. it's just little silly things that's pretty Which... much all we ever have an argument about and i'm pretty glad about that <laughs> yeah like five years in brit doesn't brit does not do conflict no i don't do conflict not either. her skill set but i think five years in that's such a testament to the relationship that you have where your lines of communication are literally so open yeah like you and i tell each other everything exactly i don't think i keep secrets from you ever no, but you and ben is a whole nother level like watching you two together because you don't even speak English sometimes, and Ben knows exactly what you're fucking <laughs> saying, and I'm like, I have no clue what you just said to him. <laughs> like, I don't even remember what was said, but we were when we were at your place in the pool, mm. and Ben came out and started talking, and you talked, and then I was like, I missed that whole like you. Guys, like, sorry, what language was that? Like literally, um. <laughs> like how do you guys under you understand each other on like a whole new level? And I think that's like the most beautiful thing to watch ever, yeah. because it's just so like. It's just impressive. It, yeah, I think like, so. And I do think it comes right back round to the friendship thing. Yeah. We've got this level of communication, this level of friendship that goes... I mean, look, I'm not the perfect... Like, I'm not perfect at communication. Yeah. That is... 
I never will be. <laughs> oh, no, no worries. Um, but generally, I still feel like we do communicate so well, and that's why we've never had anything bigger than a small little dicker and me yeah. turning around in bed facing the other way being like, I don't want to hug you. <laughs> like, it's it's never going to be more than that, you know? I love that that's your way of like, mm. yeah. like I'm going to roll over and face the other way. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happens. But I think, yeah, it just comes back to being so close on a level that's not just romantic. Yeah. So the other thing with you is like, when was the last time you and Ben had a night away from each other? That's a good question. Um, a little while ago. Mm. It, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. The only time it probably really does happen is if, like, there was one time during coronavirus where Ben had a cold, so it was like, that's probably a bit too much to stay together. Yeah. Like, he got a COVID test and obviously didn't have COVID, but yeah. it was like, yeah, probably should actually isolate and stay away from yeah. each other for a little bit. So that was at some point last year. Um, or say if he goes away for things, it's usually away, but it's a festival or it's sometimes, you know, soccer or something. Yeah. He'll go away. Often I don't go away. It's normally him because he's got a few more commitments than I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we spend 99.9% of nights together. Yeah. Which like, oh my God, I can't imagine sleeping next to someone, let alone sleeping next to someone every night. (laughs) Every single night. And yeah, that's between two houses too. It's not even like we have our own space yet. Yeah, you always we change houses every um, night. Every much. night, nearly. Yeah, and, and we've been doing that for literally like four years now. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So my next question for you is: What do you think of my dating life? Your dating life. Yeah. I think it's very different to mine, and I don't mean that in <laughs> any bad way. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, we're best friends, but we're very different people in yeah. a fair few ways. So different. Yeah. And one of the ways that I think we're different is me. I'm not out there with people. Like, so Ben's, by the way, been my first serious relationship. Hopefully the only one as well. Yeah. Um, because it felt so right with him. And yeah. even through, you know, college or uni. Oh, sorry. Well, uni, I guess, was kind of Ben. Yeah. But through school, I went to an all-girls school. So, you know, we'd socialize with some groups of guys yeah but I never I wasn't into guys like that I didn't yeah date people I didn't even hook up with people on nights out like yeah that's just not how I've ever been yet that's something for you in some ways is how you are and that's fine Mm. like that's just a difference between us yeah um so I think we're different and I think that's good and I think so far you just haven't found that person yeah you haven't found your Ben yet yeah and I don't know how long it's gonna take but it will happen and I think you've been unlucky but if oh. you haven't been unlucky would we have this podcast right now no and that's the thing <laughs> like we wouldn't that was a very diplomatic answer well, I, don't, I think it like you're you're my best like you're the love of my life in friendship version yeah so I love you like <laughs> I don't know. You just haven't found the Ben yet. And I think all of these experiences with other men are just growing you and developing you. And you're going to realize exactly what you want. Yeah. And when that person comes along, you're going to be like, yeah, I think I want to keep this person. Nice. Build that friendship. And all of a sudden you'll have a Ben too. Yeah. Hopefully his name's not Ben. Cause I could get real fucking confusing. Yeah. The other thing in high school, I think in like, we're not necessarily say a friendship group anymore. 
But if we were, I think there's probably three or four of us dating Ben's currently. So there's a lot of Ben's in the world. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's a Ben. Ben. Maybe it won't be a Ben. But the Ben human bit is what we need. The the human, (laughs) but with a different name. (laughs) My version of Ben. Yes. Yes. But I think you go about life the way you want to, and I think you're very strong and you're independent, and you you know you don't have to rely on a man to be happy. Yeah. Or anything like that. It would just be nice. It'd be to a have nice little there. extra, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 Like, but I think it's. I mean, it's a lot of entertainment hearing your stories and hearing this podcast is going to be awesome. But one day you'll find the love of your life and everything's going to be great. One day I'll find <laughs> the love of my life and I'm going to have to stop podcasting. Oh my god, it's going to just turn into this episode every week. This episode every week. About. Except it'll be like, this week we fought about this because as much as like I love Britain, Ben's no fighting, only bickering, turning over in bed, I have too big a feelings to let that happen. Like, Yeah, it may look a bit different with you. I'm chaotic. Yeah. But that's the thing is that you it's also really have big feelings. I do. Which is why it's surprised. Like, I think that's why it sticks with me so much mm. that you and Ben don't fight. Yeah. Because, like, you are very, you do have very big feelings sometimes. Mm, I do. I can get highly emotional, highly, highly irrational. Yeah. But somehow it still just doesn't shake us as a couple. Yeah. I'm very grateful for that. Brit has this incredible ability to go from completely fine, perfect, and as soon as she gets, like, a drip like a single drop of jealousy in her, <laughs> the fucking fire comes yeah, out. She is amazing. And it got like, she goes from zero to a hundred on the psycho scale faster than even I do, I reckon. And that's like the biggest thing for but me. Somehow is, it's more low key with me, but I do, I, I yeah. do get jealous and vicious, but that's probably mostly in my head because mm. I literally know Ben's never going to do anything stupid. To you. So, it's just me overthinking it, obviously. But yes, I still. But it's, can overreact it's so exciting to watch because all of a sudden, Brit Snapchats you and she's like, "I'm fucking fuming, mama," and you're like, "Whoa, Ben, what did you're you? What? Ben, where are you?" Like, okay, so there was one night where I was out with my hairdresser and one of my friends, Bronte, and a couple of other girls, and I walked into Zuba. And I saw Ben and I messaged Brit. I was like, I've got Ben under control. And she's like, what? I was like, I'm at Zubar with Ben. And she's like, oh, good. And it turned, like, literally I dropped him home that night. Like, I did not. He had a bit. He had a bit to drink. He was so funny. I, (laughs) he told this story about the Novotel, which Brittany, and you hate this story. Oh, I do. I've heard it so many times. It cracked. I lost my shit. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd heard in fucking ages. But you, like, this is not the story that you enjoy. No, I do dislike it. One thing about Ben I will say is when he gets drunk, he's really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, love him, but... And he he doesn't have... He has no filter when he is drunk. He will say absolutely anything. Anything. And he said some things that night to you that actually upset me. Really? Yeah. What Um, did he say that upset you? (laughs) Look, this is probably me also overthinking what he said and he didn't mean it in the way he said it but he said something to you along the lines of I'll marry her if she wants me to and I took that so poorly because to me that meant he doesn't actually want to he'd just do it for me and if we get married it's a thing where 
I want him to love me forever and commit to me. And want to marry you. And so just the words that I think he said to you that night. Yeah. Um, Have you spoken to him about this? Oh, yeah. I was upset for like a day. He's like, you need to tell me what's wrong. And this is where, (laughs) of course, I didn't communicate instantly. Because when I'm actually in that really upset state, I cannot communicate properly. Because I will literally just bawl my eyes out and not Mm. say what I need to say. (laughs) Yeah. So I did tell him and that's where he was like... I didn't mean it in those words. You know, I want to marry you. Like, and reassured me. But I think when he has a bit too much to drink, he can get that way. But lots of people do. Like, that's not. A, you think that's not a him thing? You think about what I used that's to a be me like thing. when I was drunk. Like, I was chaos. But yeah, exactly. But anyway. that's probably one of like the biggest things that's happened to us. Yeah. In the past few months, and it's really not that big because you sort of out with he still he hours. didn't mean that yeah in any bad way yeah. his words just i took out of context and was like great he doesn't even he just wants to please me he doesn't want you know an us but that, that that's totally wrong and i know it is but in that moment i was like wow so that's what drunk ben thinks <laughs> like that was sort of my attitude drunk even ben, though that's not at all drunk, what he thinks or what he meant <laughs> drunk ben that night literally so every <laughs> Every that few, wasn't the only thing you said that night. <laughs> every few... Oh, my God. What else did he say? Well, aren't you going to sort of elaborate on that? Like, just the... Thi- like, no, because I don't remember what he said. I just oh, remember I him being funny. Well, it's because he doesn't have a filter when he drinks. Yeah, that's the thing, is that, like, people being dickheads is what I find funny. So, Ben being a drunk <laughs> dickhead made me laugh. But, like, that night, that was when I knew that, like, Ben was okay with me. So, I always thought, like, part of me is, like, Ben doesn't like me. Because we are so different. Yeah. And Ben yeah. and I have really different views on a lot of things, I think. And mm-hmm. so when we, when Ben and I hang out, there's usually one or two moments where, like, we clash a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And you clash what... a lot more than even, like, Ben and I do or you and I do. So I yeah. kind of sit there and I'm like, oh, they're clashing. No. But it's not like a clash <laughs> clash. It's, it's just, yeah. like, us having, like... So Ben's an exercise physiologist. Yes. And he is very well researched and very well read and has a lot of strong views about some practices within the health yeah. industry that to be fair though he is the expert and I'm going to trust him yeah. however when it comes to my treatment and what I'm doing for my body Ben piped the fuck down <laughs> like so Ben and he I get overly passionate about yeah, it and, which is I yeah. think so this is where this story was going is that that night at Zubar Ben got in the car with me and two of my girlfriends and started talking about exercise physiology with one of my friends and he got real passionate and she got real passionate and (laughs) she wasn't as drunk as he was but he was hammered and she just kept like and she knows she was fucking Bronte was a spoon that night she was (laughs) shit staring and she knew it yeah but Ben fucking I was just like Ben shut the fuck up stop (laughs) fucking arguing in my car like yeah So that's what happens when he's had a bit too much to drink. And again, does. lots of people would do exactly the yeah, same thing. But like, I probably would do something potentially similar, but I don't really drink anymore, so... Yeah, Brit, we You'll think, never find out. <laughs> Brit's allergic to alcohol. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't do well with me. Yeah. Um, what else? What other questions do I have for you? Um, let's talk about feminism for a moment. Mm. Do you identify as a feminist? I like to think so. Yeah. I think the word stigma which is a shame for what it actually means is not what many people think yeah or they assume different things but um yeah i'd like to say so 
Because I think things in this world need to change. Yeah. What's the biggest thing for you that needs to change, in your humble opinion? I mean, obviously, look, I can't say I've read into feminism as much as you do. Yeah. But um, I obviously know the gist of it is equality-based. Yeah. Um, And I guess I'll just go with that as things are not equal for men and women. Yeah. And women still get treated so poorly in so many places. Yeah across the globe and it's so sad to see yeah and changing it is going to be extremely difficult and i don't know if the human race can do it personally (laughs) but i'd love to see them try because something does need to change because women deserve a lot more than they yeah and relating it to my relationship there's no issues there ben and i ben and very equal you guys are sims for each other we are we split everything like there's nothing other than you know if we actually give each other gifts or yeah. something, you know, every date we split, yeah. every, everything we split, like we're just this equal couple. And I think that was really evidenced in when we were at your place that day, Ben came home from futsal, dealt with his shit and then came out and was like, do you guys want food? He brought us food in the yeah. pool. Like, yeah, exactly. and then like, he's like, I've seen you do similar stuff for him mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you guys are such sims for each other. I love it. Yeah. So you say around the world. I know that you spent some time in Africa mm-hmm. a little while ago. I did. What's it like over there in terms of women's it's rights? It's insane over there. Um, so I spent two weeks in South Africa in 2017 on a volunteering trip. Yep. By the way, best trip of my whole entire life. Um, we spent time building a house. Mm-hmm. For a mother and I think it was her eight children or so. Jeez, that's a lot and of kids. I'm talking the house was the size of a unit in Canberra. Yeah. And at least nine people had to live in there. Um, so that in itself is very sad to see, but that's how it is over there. Like bigger or smaller than my new place? Probably around the same size. Holy shit. Actually, probably even smaller maybe. Holy um, shit. Tiny. And yes, this was a full one woman and and her children that was part of the experience that was pretty cool yeah um i guess that was kind of just the so it's a bunch of volunteers from different unis across australia yeah so it was a bunch of young men and women aussies doing this trip um so building the house bit we didn't really see much other than the fact that we were in a poverty stricken area building this house um another part of it was animals so i guess again we didn't really see wasn't exposed to too much there because we were looking after crocodiles and cheetahs and all these crazy animals that are really awesome um another part of it was working with children Mm. that was my favorite part obviously (laughs) um it wasn't their school i honestly can never remember what it was it was almost like a daycare but not really there were children that were school aged yeah there um, and we did do some learning with them. We were doing English and maths and it was incredible to see those kids. Um, sorry, slightly off topic, but just seeing how happy those children are yeah. when they quite literally have nothing. They didn't even have shoes on their feet Yeah, is completely life-changing. Yeah. Um, as soon as we all rocked up, the smiles were on their faces. Mm. They would run up to you, grab your hand, take you to the playground yeah. and have fun with you. They just want to love you. They were incredible. Um, but we did 
obviously have to drive between places, for example, and you would see the poverty, and I guess the poverty obviously included the men too. It's not yeah. just women or children. Everyone there um, was potentially affected by it. Yeah. Where we actually stayed um, was more established, so there were actually shops and yeah. um, places to stay. But de- like 10 minutes down the road was just completely a poverty-stricken area. Yeah. Really small buildings, lots of people walking around. Again, you know, no shoes, the whole baskets yeah. um, kind of situation. And it was really hard to see because I don't see that kind of poverty, obviously, yeah. in Canberra where we are because we are so lucky. Um, but in relation to women, I don't really know if I can comment on much because it kind of just felt like everyone was disadvantaged yeah. in that way because... Obviously, money and education and healthcare, everything it's was lacking. It's few and far between, isn't it? So, oh uh, yeah, it was. It was a very eye-opening trip, and it, yeah, opened up my eyes to a lot of things. But especially just those children. Yeah, it's just incredible to see their quality of life when you actually know that they have quite very literally little. nothing. Yeah, a couple of clothes, um, probably a family again, where they're probably sharing this tiny house with. Yeah many siblings um and everything it was yeah it was incredible so much disadvantage but um yeah in terms of more feminism i'm not entirely entirely sure because i was almost in a little bubble at the same time with the uni yeah people and the the guides of the The trip of the trip so so I know that you, we've spoken about the kids and how that affected you. Mm-hmm. You obviously want to have children. Yeah. And we've had this conversation already this morning. <laughs> that, so Brittany's family has this needle trick. Yeah. I don't know where it originates. Like, I think if you Google it, it does come up. But it's just something that my mum showed me. Explain um, it to the people. <laughs> like, I don't know how it works. It's some kind of voodoo amazing thing. <laughs> but you just put a needle on a string and... Uh, Video is where you need this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you sort of sort of dangle it over your the palm of your hand, and the needle sort of swings in a line, and I believe that means male. And then it starts. You sort of dangle it above your hand again, sort of resetting it, and it starts swinging in a circle. And I believe that means female. Um, and then it can stop. So what it sort of is supposed to do is tell you the gender of your children and how many you're having, because yeah. then the needle will literally just stop after so many swings and every single time I've ever done that which is a few times three yesterday (laughs) to even be specific (laughs) because I did do it with um some other ladies yesterday her other friends my other friends we get it you have other friends (laughs) um every time it goes boy girl that's it Mm. um my mum obviously already has the children every time girl boy girl that's what she's got yeah. Um, I believe my dad's the same. I think my uncles that have children, there's always somehow aligned too. You've done it with Ben. Ben's done it. He gets boy girl stop. stop. And that kind of makes me feel like, phew, maybe he is the one. <laughs> the needles telling I mean, me if we're having. You were sure five years later. <laughs> um, and I got my friends to do it yesterday, and theirs were the same multiple times over. They even just told me they did it with their parents slash partners. Um, and it either aligned with their partners or their parents were accurate. Yep. So I don't know how it does it. I don't know how real it is, obviously. Um, but it's really insane to see. Yeah. 
because you know we literally did it over and over again on ourselves and every single time no matter who actually dangled the needle it does the exact same thing it's really quite creepy but it's quite cool so <laughs> at the same time it is very cool Brit's now desperate to get me to try it but my question from this is yes you're having according to this needle trick you're having yes. a boy and a girl yes in terms of your views on feminism will you raise them the exact same I would love to think so yeah I don't know how it is in practice because I don't have them yet but I would love to think that they are going to to be equal and that my son will learn how to treat people not just women everyone yeah um but obviously women too <laughs> um but I think you know Ben's fantastic so I don't think that's going to be an issue in terms of his mum and dad I hope Ben is such a good role Um, model so growing up I think they'll certainly have good role models my family my friends everyone's fantastic to me and and Ben so yeah I'd love to say that they will grow up equal and they will learn to respect humans no matter the gender colour anything I'd like to think that you know that's because childhood is so important to influence those things yeah in development and so yeah I'd love to say that that's what will happen and that's what I'm going to try my hardest to do yeah when the time comes yeah do you think Ben will back that I think so yeah I mean he lives in a family where he's predominantly been the male of the household for many many years so he's literally got a sister his mum and they had a female dog. Like, yeah. It, it was him and the girls. He was surrounded. Um, and yeah. then I came, another girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think he's very well versed in dealing with women. So I yeah. don't think that's going to be a problem. And I think he'll be able to take that on and do the same thing with our children and treat them with just as much respect. But I think he, he will be very excited for his son, to be honest. And he did, yeah. <laughs> nice to have another boy in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but he also, yeah, like I've seen... I'll say it time and time again. You and Ben are sims for each other, and it's so beautiful. But I've seen Ben and the way he cares for you, Mm -hmm. and I think that he is very, like, he's very attentive. So as soon as Brit starts talking, Ben's entire body turns to face her. (laughs) It's like as soon as she opens her mouth to say anything, he's, like, ready to grab whatever she needs if she needs something. He really is the little things with him. Yeah, he's very, like... He's such a... He's just a good dude. He's like, a really, really good person. He's, yeah. And I think after watching you guys together for so long, I just, like... Like, I think back to that night where I met Ben for the first time at Civic Pub. Mm. Even then, like, I didn't know you particularly well. I had no idea who the fuck Ben was. Exactly. But he, like... You were anxious to be there that night. Yeah. It was and, so new. And he came out... And like sat with us and hung out with us and with like without even skipping a beat was just oh like he brought like I just remember him bringing you out of that sh- your shell that night and I mean to yeah. be fair I was pretty drunk but <laughs> I think I had a few but I don't know if I was fully drunk that night I don't think I've ever we've never I've never seen you drunk yeah I mean it doesn't happen very often because it, it makes me feel yeah very awful <laughs> but yeah but yeah he is a really good person it's the little things it's it's the way you know the one sort of tipping point for me was just recently actually where I was unwell in the shower I'm sorry that sounds gross but I was like Ben like 
I'm sick. And when you feel sick, you know, what's worse than cleaning it up after yeah. yourself? He, no joke, didn't bat an eye, didn't say a word, got in there and cleaned it for me. And that's when I was like, how are you even real? Yeah. How are you not, not complaining? How did you not even think twice about helping me do something that I so clearly don't want to do? Yeah. And it was just a moment where I was like, oh, my God. Like... <laughs> that was, yeah. I remember you telling me yeah, about that. Yeah, like, as soon as I kind of, like couple of days later sort of thought about it i was like he didn't think twice mm. like even if he did like if he was unwell obviously i'd help like that's there's no doubt about that but, but you definitely I'd hesitate i would hesitate and i would complain yeah and he did none of that and i was just that's how you know away. it's true love though yeah like, he straight up just got in so now i'm like if that sick. ever happens I really just hope I can hold my tongue and just help because, <laughs> I mean, I don't like mess for starters. So that's actually just something that would probably trigger me a bit. And, like yeah. it wouldn't be because he did it or anything. It's just it's because just it's mess. It's mess yeah. But just little things like that where I'm like, oh my goodness, how does he take care of me like that? It's just. And he does, like he incredible. so does. He takes care of you. Like you don't need to be taken care of because you are this. Yeah, exactly. I don't need it. But like. It's there. The support is there. That's the word. Yeah. It's the support. It's the the support for me. It's the support for me too. But like (laughs) literally he's like Ben is always the first person in your corner backing you 100% of the way. Like I'm always there, but Ben just pips me to the post every time because he's just like, and I think part of it is that unspoken thing between you two where you are first and foremost, the best of friends. Yeah. Like, as much as I pretend to be your best friend, Ben. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. Ben's your best the, friend. The top, top tier. Which that. is, yeah, Ben is like God tier I mean, obviously friendship. you're top tier too, but I mean, sort of like, probably his first place and you're a close second. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just think, like, part of it is that unspoken thing between you two where you are first and foremost best friends. Like, there's no... Your friendship will always come first, and I think that's where your like the love that you have for each other comes from. And mm-hmm. I think that's just the most beautiful part of it is that I you guys so are just like as as enamored as like in love with each other as you are. You don't come off as that annoying couple that are so in love. So yeah, I have we like, don't we don't show physical yeah things so much. I don't know when we're out in public, we're not that. Um, you barely Ridiculously, hold hands. yeah. Like... To be fair, I've never seen you on a date. But even then, we just kind of look like... Like, obviously, we look like we're in a relationship there. <laughs> but... <laughs> Brit's just giving me the biggest eyebrow. Because she's like, we look like... And I was about to say, siblings. I know. That's why I gave you the big eye roll. Brit and Ben kind of look alike. But anyway, continue. Sorry. As do a lot of couples anyway. <laughs> it's true. You're attracted to yourself. Exactly. Uh, we've just got... Um, light skin we've got different color eyes though darker brows and this light brown hair yeah and because we've both the, got big brows too i think it's the brows yeah the brows and the like because he's got blue eyes i've got brown but the so eye that's... shape too like you both have these big huge like, out, <laughs> not, like possum eyes almost like you both have such big beautiful expressive eyes yeah so there are similarities ben's so gonna I, listen I to it. this and be like laura thinks i have beautiful eyes <laughs> ew oh my god <laughs> but yeah stop it laura but you guys so, there's a few couples that I can hang out with without feeling fucking nauseous. I think it's, like, you and Ben, and then maybe two two or three others. Yeah. Because you're not, like, you're not a couple, you're not, like, no. upset. Like, you are obsessed with each other. Yeah. 
but you're it's not, not this disgusting like public display of affection and business whereas like for me that's not disgusting like i'm a pda person well disgusting in terms of like when you're with us because oh. that would just be mean it's just rude <laughs> and silly yeah. yeah but like that's the thing is that, like i never feel like i'm third wheeling with you and ben i always feel like ben's third wheeling yeah. with us like has he exactly. said that to you i don't actually think he has because I imagine he doesn't feel, feel it. I don't. I don't know what he feels actually. I don't. Probably like, like that. Well, for me, it's like my my girl best friend, my boy best friend. So I'm like <laughs> best of both Happy worlds. three of us, yay! But that's the thing is that like it's taken me a long time to like. So I used to get real jealous of couples when yeah. I was like fresh single. Yeah. But Which is fair enough. But I still remember like Civic Pub that night. We all walked out together, and I didn't feel like I was with a couple. I didn't feel like I was third wheeling. It was just me hanging out with Brit and Ben. Yeah. It's, and it's like, like just another best friend joining yeah. in. <laughs> and like, that's literally it. Because Ben and I do, we get along fairly, like we get along yeah. pretty well. I'd say we get along like a house on fire. I think he'd say differently. <laughs> um, well, it's again, it's just, you've got differing views. You're both so yeah. passionate when you speak. Yeah. And sometimes that collides a bit, but it's not like, a big Ben and deal. I, I think we only clash because we are quite similar. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. You're different, but you're similar but you're passionate, but all these things that do yeah. end up having potential clashes. Yeah. But it's never going to ruin anything. And if it does, no. I'm going to be so mad because and, I love you both. <laughs> but, and at the end of the day, both of us will put everything aside for our, on our own so that you're happy. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> like, that's literally the thing is that like Ben and I, like if Ben and I were fighting and you said stop, we 100% like I know for me, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And yeah. I'd like, just ignore like, yeah, the yeah, fuck we're done. out of Ben. Be like, we're done now. <laughs> we're done now. Yeah. But that's the thing is that Ben and I like, even when we do have those moments where we like butt heads a little bit, mm. it takes 0.2 seconds and we're back to normal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not going to linger because you both know it's just, again, something you're passionate about, something that yeah. you both you don't have those filters that are going to stop you from talking about things that you care about. No. So, and that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Healthy, sort of in conflict, you know what I mean? Healthy butting of heads Healthy is debate. a good thing. Yeah. It's a conversation. It's, and that's it's like exactly. the best part of it. Every conversation can't be fairies and butterflies. Like, yeah. It's got to be I, something in there. <laughs> I just have this like distinct memory and it like pops up every now and then and it just cracks me it cracks me up and I remember laughing so hard about it at the time as well it's when we went to Grilled with Ben we went to Kmart afterwards yeah but we, I was like oh look at the Barbie t- do you remember this the no, Barbie house and I was like it's 250 oh. it's like it's 750 for two and you were like Laura <laughs> it's not and we just oh it was just fucked so basically that was the funniest moment ever <laughs> we pissed ourselves. It was so embarrassing. So she there just was... looked at it and was like, yeah, 750 for two. With so much confidence. And I was like, Laura. <laughs> so the back at it again. We were at Grilled in Belconnen and next to Grilled in Belconnen is Target. And in the window at Target, there was this Barbie dream house for like $250. And it was like, buy one, get the second one half price. And oh I was... yeah, it was even worse. <laughs> it was so bad. And I went, okay, one is 250 which means... <laughs> I had in my head two fifty, and then I got to five hundred somehow. I was like, "Oh, it's only seven hundred and fifty dollars for two. No, it was less than five hundred dollars for two. And oh, Brit and Ben thought I was so dumb. And that was the moment where I realised that, like, that's why I like hanging out with you and Ben together is because it's like hanging out with my best friend and then her best friend. It's 
just so and like me and Britt lost our shit and Ben's sitting there like you fucking We literally idiot. cry laughed and he was like what he's going he on. He just was like what the fuck just <laughs> happened and it was the look on his face too he's like why the fuck did I come on this journey <laughs> like how like how did I get here yeah, literally. and that was like the one week oh, that, that, was soccer, a good moment. that soccer season wasn't wasn't on and yeah. he's like I missed that was the, <laughs> I was, back to that was the moment he was like I miss training <laughs> when does preseason start <laughs> it was so funny and I just like that was the first night that like not the first night that I felt like Ben was like part of my life but it was the first night where I was like yeah Ben's like a good like I know that if I called Ben and needed his help he'd probably try and yeah. help me yeah and like that's the thing that made me exactly mm. and that's one of the yeah the greatest qualities of him he is yeah. just a support wheel like <laughs> he's yeah he's I've never he seen will support you and I've never seen anyone be so he I've just like I think I'm pretty fucking supportive like I yeah, will go above yeah. and beyond. Like I'm real, absolutely I'm loyal to a fault. Like, but Ben, for you, whole other level. He takes it to another level. Yeah. 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 Like the other part, like the other memory I have of Ben that like brings warmth to my heart is my birthday last year, mm-hmm. when there was like four of us at a table at Tipsy, and we we're about to lose our table because half my guest list didn't show up. Ah uh, yes, yeah. And you messaged Ben, you're like, get here now. And literally, Ben rocked up with two other mates and was like, G'day, we're here. <laughs> and he just, like, we just joined in my birthday celebrations. Like, it was yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Like, I hadn't been stood up by my sister and some of my <laughs> other friends. <laughs> but, like, I just... And that's when he rolls up with his friends to fill the gaps. Yeah, and, like, that was just the best thing ever. I mean, like, to be fair... It was an interesting night in the end. It was an interesting it? night in the end. But it was a good night to think back. I mean, I shared a bed with one of Ben's friends that night <laughs> while the other one slept on my couch and Brit and Ben went home. Yeah. Not everything went right, but there were some good times in there too. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was a, like, it was a great night. Yeah. We had fun. We sat around the thing. The boys were all drinking pink cocktails. They literally yeah. didn't have a drink other than a pink cocktail. I and they think. were excited about it. Like, it, it was, was fun. They, yeah, it was such a good night. And yeah, and, like boys that can get along, like, just go with the flow like that. And Ben is just hu- enjoyable. Like, it, ben is a hundred percent that dude yeah. that just goes with the flow. Like, no need to like girly drinks is not a thing. Like it's a drink. See, this if is it tastes good. It tastes good. This is where your feminism comes out. Is you're like fuck the girly shit. Yes, like, it's not girly. It's just a it's thing. A, it's a drink that is the p- color of pink like why should that then say it's girly like no <laughs> okay so back to your future children oh uh, yeah your son comes to you asking for a 250 dollars barbie dream house go for it babe yeah it's yours wants to wear it if your sister dress? wants to share you have to play together <laughs> <laughs> he wants to wear an elsa dress go for it see i like again don't have the experience but thinking about it absolutely he wants to paint his nails he wants to wear my high heels he puts my bra on. I don't know. He can do it. Yeah. I don't want to stop a child doing what they want to do if it's harmless. Yeah. In terms of, like, they're not going to kill someone or something. I mean, like, as long as he's not skinning animals, because, you know, that's, yeah, like, one of the signs of psychopathy. Yeah. I mean, I really... I Please, the Elsa dress over that. <laughs> please. <laughs> Literally anything but, anything being but violence. kind of horrible human. <laughs> what are you going to do if your child wakes up and chooses violence? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Are you going to smack your kids? I really hope not. I really hope not. Because I know even, like... Were you smacked as a kid? 
sometimes, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I think us growing up was different. Yeah. Um, I was fucking walloped. <laughs> I walloped? I have broken yes. more bloody wooden spoons over my backside <laughs> than I can count on two hands. Yeah, exactly. Like, was... I don't, I don't want to ever have to resort to it, is yeah. my viewpoint on yeah. that. Yeah. You don't want to ever have to, like, instill fear into no. your child. I, yeah, especially us having psychology degrees and watching this baby documentary on Netflix, by the way, called Babies. Oh, my God. Um, so, Britt's been trying to get me to watch this documentary <laughs> for literally about 12 months now. It's just actually fascinating, and I think it really brings some psychological points to light that are actually just so important to yeah. child development and growth. And when it comes time for me to have children, I want to watch it again and take notes because yeah. <laughs> there are some things, and I, look, I can't think of an example right now, but... I, I just think it's important and you know patients the way you treat them including physical yeah is just so important so yes I would love to not ever use physical means to treat make my children to just do something yeah just yeah. that's what I'm looking for yes I would love to not do that I, I really think, hope I don't I think we're I gonna have be. really different parenting styles yeah we may I, I don't know what I'm gonna be like as a parent like I have this ideal of me in my head, but then I'm like, in practice, kids can be so frustrating. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to be, and I hope that I can learn patience and from a very young age, just treat them with so much care and discipline. I think respect. And teach them right and wrong in some, yeah. you know, in terms of the real big things. I think for me, from a young age, as a teacher, like as a dance teacher and as a future teacher of like teenagers yeah I think and as a person who I distinctly remember my childhood and moments from my childhood where I like you can identify the trauma <laughs> like I can pinpoint the trauma yeah but I think the thing for me is that like even with my four-year-olds I always there's a like there's the respect that I have with for them to communicate with them as openly as possible exactly so like communication's on, huge on Thursday literally 48 hours ago I sat, like, I stood my kids all up against the mirror and was like, all right, listening now, you are not listening to me at all today. I got really angry with them yeah. because I was getting frustrated. So I was like, day one of my period, I'd had a giant meltdown about costumes the night before yeah. and I spent 40 minutes crying. Yeah. Yeah. So it was not a good day for me. No. <laughs> but in saying that, I sat them down and was like, look, I'm getting really frustrated. Your listening skills are not up to par today. Mm. I don't care who's speaking, whether it's me or Miss Keeley. You need to focus. You need to listen. And you need to do what we've asked first time. If not, I'm going to get cross again. And we will sit on the floor and do nothing else for the rest of the lesson. Do you understand? How did it work? Well, they're fine. As soon as... And, like, it's not about... For me, like, look, the, the look of fear in a child's eyes... A little bit satisfying. However, <laughs> that's not why I speak to them that way. I speak to them that way because I'm expressing my feelings by the tone of my voice. Yeah. Showing that I'm frustrated. Yeah. I tell them that I'm frustrated. Yeah. I tell them what's going on for me. I said, look, I'm... Fu I, I didn't say, look, I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> but obviously not to four-year-olds. But I'm like... Along the lines Like, Miss Laura is tired. She's had a really big day. She's got a big weekend coming up. And she's just... I'm a little bit at the end of my tether. Can you please, for the next 20 minutes of this class... Just listen. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely raise my voice. Like, I do it with adults. I've I'm like, never heard you raise your voice. Really? Oh. I've never heard you I, once raise your voice. When I get frustrated, I think I get this real 
real big mum voice on and <laughs> I don't know if it scares me a little bit but yeah, I think there's no doubt that I'm obviously going to have to sort of have that chat with children. Children do not just listen to you no. first and foremost always. That's just not how it works. No. But yeah, I don't want to ever have to resort to physical means yeah. to discipline them. No. Because like, like I said, I can pinpoint that I can remember distinctly yeah. some moments where it was fucking scary. I'm yeah. still like to this day scared of my dad. Yep. Which is bad. I've got some fears of, of my parents too and it's things that I want to take on to when I have children yeah. I always want them to feel that they can come to me with absolutely anything and that I will listen and I will understand and I will give my advice yeah um, I, I want that relationship where my children are also my best friends in terms of they can come to me they can ask me things they can do as they please, they please as long as it's safe. It's, yeah. it's you know, all of those kinds and of like, things. And, like, you know that if they don't feel comfortable going to you, they're always going to have auntie laws to, like, I'm going to be yeah. their fun aunt. But I don't want them have to have to resource that. Yeah. I want, I want myself and Ben to be people, their parents, that they can actually go to. Like and they don't trust. always have to come to me. Like, that's... Yeah. But I want them to know they can. Yeah. And that's what's important to There's me. A, and you've got to build that trust. Yeah. Like, as yeah. soon as they... But yeah, but they'll have a they'll have a huge network of people. Yeah, like my parents are fabulous. My siblings are fabulous. Ben's family is the same. Yeah, my friends, you, every like they're gonna have fantastic people around them. Which is always when the time comes. So yeah, I don't think I'll be needing to worry about that. <laughs> well, that's our show. Do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. But. I feel I feel very lucky with the relationship that I have, and I know not everyone's ever gonna necessarily get to experience what I do. Yeah. But I hope that everyone gets to experience a love like Ben and I have, yeah. even if it's just in a friend. Yeah. Even if it's in, I don't know, a place that you love so dearly that you feel safe. Obviously, it's different if it's not human. Yeah. But I think loves of your life and love comes in so many different forms yeah and even if that romantic love of your life hasn't come around yet even tomorrow for valentine's day feel the love with the people that you love in other ways because it comes in different forms and everyone deserves happiness yeah and you'll find it eventually but don't just purely think you know i need this man or i need this woman to feel whole or to feel happy because it comes in other forms and I think it's just important to remember that yeah so that's my final message <laughs> you're so cute <laughs> so yeah this has been this has been fun you're a bit much what a time thanks for coming pretty much but also a lot of fun so much fun <laughs> it's more fun when you're a bit much yeah exactly I think so too you gotta put spice in your life I say <laughs> and that's her final message. And that's my final message. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> um, website and my Instagram and my email are in the show notes as per the huge. Um, episode next week will be a solo episode of just me. And I think that's it. What a time. One take wonders. Have fun, bitch. <laughs> Bye. So... Wrap up, take two. We we've just uh, we've just welcomed Ben to the podcast recording as he tries to jumpstart 
Brittany's car because we sat in it for too long without it turned on. Hello, Ben. How are you today? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you guys? <laughs> He's so unhappy to be here. No, it's, it's all good. <laughs> Point proven. Point proven is that Ben is literally like the biggest simp for Brittany and we love it. <laughs> but he's also like the best human ever because no one else would like come out here on a Saturday you know to jumpstart your car. I, What's I was like the secret Santa. Oh, I'm gonna get some jumper leads for you know someone to pick the secret Santa. And Britt's like, that's dumb. And here we are. No jumper leads in car. No jumper leads. But that's why I oh, have you, Ben. My car's at my house, so why would I have jumper leads? <laughs> yeah, you can't blame me. But if Britt had jumper leads, then... you're right. If Britt had jumper leads. This is why I have a Ben that has jumper leads and saves me. Love you, Ben. <laughs> but he could have gotten them for you for Secret Santa, as we've just discovered. Well, if it was Secret Santa, there's only a chance I would have gotten it. It wouldn't have even been confirmed me. I mean, you're right. <laughs> oh, well, still, anyway, I'm grateful. We love Ben. What a wrap-up. Civic, <laughs> Civic Ben is the ultimate team player. So that last little bit was in fact Ben having to come and jumpstart us because we ran Brittany's car flat while we were recording. So, so this is wrap up take two. I mean take three, sorry. Um, today was a lot of fun. It was so lovely to just sit and discuss some pretty intense stuff with Brit. Um, as I said at the beginning of this episode, if anything today was too confronting, please reach out to the resources linked in the show notes. As always, if you have something you'd like to hear on the podcast or if you have a story to tell or you'd like to feature, please feel free to email me, DM me. Um, There's a form on my website that you can fill in that will let you submit a message straight to me. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening and a big shout out to Britt for being my first guest on the pod Um, and then to Ben for featuring and also for coming to save our asses. Um, so yeah, that's it. Bye.